to the Sweeney Connection with your host, Chad Henderson. Yep, that's me. Howdy, everybody. Parents, you're, you're working on those intros, aren't you? I'm, I'm thinking about it. Now, now you got me thinking about it. <laughs> Hello, everybody out there in uh, podcast land. Uh, we hope this podcast of the Sweeney Connection finds you well out there. And uh, Bob Cannon, our co-host, of course, looking uh, hip. Yeah, I've got my Christmas vibe going. I've got my Harambe loves uh, loved Christmas. Loved Christmas. Lo- oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Loved. Rip Harambe. And, uh, yep, rip. I, I'm carrying over from uh, a podcast we just filmed with Dr. Fernandez. With there you my, go. With my red Christmas hat. and Very cool. My, my, sh- my Santa shades on. But uh, can, I, can I introduce this? Please. Yes. Okay. So um, it's my pleasure every year to work with this group of people that we call associate program directors. Okay. APDs mm-hmm. for short. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys, these people, they work so hard all through the, the off season. And then during camp, um, they hardly get a, a wink of sleep at all. And, uh, this, uh, lady is, uh, with the team this year, but she's been a counselor for a couple of years and, uh, she's awesome. You'll like her. Everybody loves her. Mm-hmm. Molly Moran. Hi, Molly. Molly, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we uh, we wanted to do this podcast to, t- to talk to someone who's been a counselor and talk to you about the, the role you have now because you're working now in the off-season a little bit. But uh, I'll let Chad take it from here, but uh, just uh, we're happy you're here because we haven't had uh, this subject covered yet. And I think it's something that people are interested about, especially people who might who might uh, think of themselves as being a counselor one day. Yeah, the first thing I noticed was um, I feel like it's pretty rare to go from Bonner all the way to head counselor Simmons, like opposite ends of the spectrum. What, what was that like for you? Um, honestly, I was pretty scared at first. I was kind of like, well, like the younger kids, you know, they need like a like a mom kind of, um, and the older kids, they're really. Like, they know what's up. They've been here way longer than I have. Um, They're definitely going to know what they're doing. But honestly, it's very similar kind of in the end. They all need similar things. They just need, you know, someone to be there for them, someone to have fun with, someone to, like, guide them through camp and life. And honestly, I had a great time in both. I don't have any complaints about either. I would go to any of the cabins after being, you know, in both the top and the bottom. I think they all have their their quirks and their fun parts. but honestly, it was a great experience, I think, to learn, you know, how to be in both cabins. And so you're a science business uh, major graduate from Notre Dame. And uh, let's see, uh, you're working this offseason full time for camp. So that's one thing that, you know, as a counselor, uh, you're getting to work in the off season too. So you really get a, a full full picture of what's happening here at Camp Swinney, especially in the off season now. Yeah, I think from my first summer on, like you see, you know, the activities at camp and the day to day, the fun stuff, you're just involved in, you know, all of the stuff on the ground. But I think as you work there longer and longer, you see all of the behind the scenes stuff that really has to go in and has to be planned for so long in order to make it as fun as it is. Um, And I think that's something that's really cool about doing the off season is you get a much greater appreciation for the way things actually play out in the summer, um, knowing everything that went in in the behind the scenes. And and anything surprise you like so far? I mean, it's been so camp ended in August and it's December, almost Christmas time. So, and you guys have been busy, right? Like just every day was something. 
Yeah, honestly, I think it's just surprising how busy it is. I kind of figured like, oh, up until Christmas, you know, you're planning things here and there, but there can't be that much to do. It's still 9, 10, 11 months out from the start of camp. And honestly, there is so much to do and there's so much time and thought that goes into the little things that, you know, build up to be bigger things and build up to then the summer and things that you wouldn't really even think about um, being such a big deal, you know, like getting kids to sign up and um, how to reach new campers and let them know what we're about and all that kind of stuff. There, So much goes into the behind the scenes of that, you know, getting one new family to sign up takes, you know, going to the JDRF walk and introducing yourself and then following up with them, um, then doing a meet and greet and, you know, presenting everything about them. And then, you know, finding them the resources, finding them a camp family to talk to so they have, you know, perspective from parents and actual kids who have come um, to send their kids all just to get them to sign up and, you know, those are the people when you're a general staff, you just see on the first day and you think nothing of them. Oh, another kid I haven't seen before. Or, you know, my first day on the job, first, the first kid that came. But you don't know the backstory that came into getting that kid to camp. Yeah, you just think, oh, all these new people are here. They just all found the website and magically signed up, right? But it takes so much more. Yeah, Did, they, have, they don't have, magically find the website. Have you had any, like, success story where you're, you went in thinking, okay, we're spending all this time, but then at the end of it, you're like, yes, you know, it worked out, you know, that we got this, this family on board and this, this kid's going to get to experience camp. Yeah, we definitely did. So we went for the first time this year, actually to the JDRF walk in Denver. Um, and we have a growing population of kids from Denver, but that's a pretty hard sell for parents, especially parents of younger kids to send their kids off for three weeks, especially when they have diabetes and especially when they're younger too. Um, and so we went to that JDRF walk and honestly, that was our most popular JDRF walk. We spoke to probably like 50 or 60 families, um, Weston and myself. And then we went back in November. So about almost two months later and put on a meet and greet at one of the family's houses who currently goes to camp. Um, and then like the next day, already a couple of them had signed up, um, especially like one little girl, she's six years old and her, she had just been diagnosed. And so I think like that leap of faith that her parents were willing to take kind of really surprised us. And we we're like, this is why we do, you know, all the back stuff that we do to get these kids to camp. Do you think it helped because you're from Denver and was, was there a connection there that helped? when you talk to these folks? Yeah, I think for sure a little bit, um, kind of telling them, you know, like I promise I'm from here and I'm, I went there and it's okay. It's really not that different. Um, and I think also having current campers at all of these events really helps. Um, we had Annie Ferguson, um, there to, you know, get up and she's a senior in high school now and she's been coming for, I think like 10 years and she's done point to point. She's had her parents drive her, they've flown with her, they've done all the different things. And so I think having her there to tell the families, you know, it can be this way or it can be this way, but all of the ways are great and all of the ways are safe to get your kid to there. I think that helps the parents feel a lot better about sending their kids away. Yeah. And so this will be your first, your first summer coming up as a, as an APD. And I just wonder as an APD, you know, are, are you guys already planning and tweaking and changing things about this upcoming summer versus last summer? Yeah, definitely. Um, we're pretty far into that process, I guess. Um, cause you know, if it doesn't get planned or changed probably before around Christmas or January, um, that's kind of your time to figure those kinds of things out because it takes time to then execute all of those changes. So we've already been talking about, you know, how to make classes better, how to add new classes, um, what classes, you know, the kids might like if we added what classes aren't as popular. So how can we change them to make them more popular? All of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, the, uh, we, they have an APD retreat coming up in the first week of January. Okay. And the, that's the one where you guys kind of set, set the schedules for the summer, right? 
Like, yeah. here's what we do day one, day all the way through and all the activities and kind of put all the sort of preliminary plans together. Yeah. Yeah. It's really the skeleton of all of, you know, all of the staff training, all of the, you know, sessions for the summer, all of the events, all the classes, all the supplies, all of that kind of stuff really starts being in motion kind of now and into January is kind of like the final setting up of all of that. Yeah. Cause I mean, almost, almost every minute of the summer is planned, right? I mean, just about. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy how um, much we think ahead of all of these different things, but you know, we have to know what we need to bring where and when and who needs to be where and when, um, you know, just even creating a schedule for all of the counselors in their classes. You know, it's a very complex document and all that kind of stuff to balance out, you know, the ratio of camper to counselors and all of those classes and all those locations. Some of them need extra supervision because things like, you know, the challenge course require more um, counselors and counselors who are trained in specific things. So making sure that all of that is balanced out so that during the summer when we need to shift people around because, you know, 140 kids decided to take swimming today, mm-hmm. that we have the staff who are trained in all of those different things so that we can balance out all of those classes and give the kids, you know, their first choice class always. Very cool. We're, we're chatting with Molly Moran on the uh, Swinney Connection podcast, and uh, we're going to have more with uh, Molly right after this. Camp Sweeney is more than just a camp. It's a place where young people with diabetes can develop the skills they need to live long and healthy lives. Our campers participate in a program that offers them a wide variety of activities, including archery, swimming, challenge course, hiking, and canoeing. While participating in these activities, our campers build self-confidence, develop new skills, and meet people their own age who also have diabetes. And let's not forget, a session at Camp Sweeney is a lot of fun. If you'd like to change the life of a child by sponsoring him or her to attend our camp, please contact Southwestern Diabetic Foundation at 940-665-2011 or log on to www.campsweeney.org. We're a nonprofit organization. Camp Sweeney is where friendship begins and never ends. And now, back to the Sweeney Connection, a presentation of Camp Sweeney and KPFC-FM and your host, Chad Henderson. I'll ride back on the Sweeney Connection with Bob Cannon and our guest today, Molly Moran. And uh, Molly, I'm just curious. Um, I don't know how else to ask this than just to, to just ask it, but what's it like being a counselor at Camp Sweeney? Honestly, I think it's pretty much one of the most fun jobs you probably could ever have. I mean, in most places you can't, you know, play all day and hang out with kids all day, you know, get to do the activities with them, get to um, go to those nighttime events, go to a water park, things like that. Um, it's honestly a great time. You get to really make connections with all of the kids. Um, you get to know the staff really, really well because, you know, you're spending 11, 12 weeks with them. Um, and I think it's a great chance to, you know, kind of grow up as like a, you know, you start as a young college kid and you usually go home. Um over the summers or, you know, when you're at, away at school, you're talking to your parents all the time. And, you know, in the summer, you're kind of like your own independent person. It kind of teaches you how to, you know, deal with real life, but also have so much fun doing it. So I think it was definitely a great, great choice for anyone who's in college kind of looking for, you know, a fun summer avenue, but also obviously your hard work and you're serving these campers. But I think it's a great opportunity for sure. When you, sh- when you show up that first year, so You've been a counselor for two years, right? Yes. So that first year when you showed up for uh, development, because that's a, a two or three week process, right? Yeah. And 
I'll bet you come in thinking, okay, I wonder why there's so much training, but then you start seeing how much there is to the program. And it must be, I wouldn't say it's overwhelming, but it's got to be like, wow, this is pretty amazing, you know? Yeah, for sure. I I grew up, you know, in high school, I did a lot of babysitting, did a lot of nannying. Kids have always been kind of like what I gravitated towards when I was looking for, you know, summer jobs in high school and things like that, you know, uh, coaching field hockey and swimming and things like that growing up. And so I was like, oh, you know, like whatever. I've worked at day camps. I've worked at whatever. Like I can't imagine what they possibly could be teaching me for, you know, two, three weeks. And then you get here and you realize, you know, it's so much more than just kind of having counselors that just like hang around the kids, you know. We're really here for a purpose, to serve camp and to serve the campers and everything like that. And so I think there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that a camper would never know that's just part of our daily lives. And it's just to make their experience more fun um, and more, you know, meaningful to the rest of their life. And I think it's it's really cool to also see that, to see, you know, how much thought has to go into things like this to make it such an amazing experience for these kids. I think the thing that I've seen over the years uh, that, I guess impact is, impacts me the most is uh, how close these kids are together to each other because of their shared disease and then how close they get with the counselors because of the work you guys do taking care of them in the summer. You know, and um, I mean, just comment on that because I'm sure you've seen lots of examples of that. Yeah, I think my first summer I was incredibly surprised at how close all of the kids were. Um, you know, just they'd show up on opening day and they're in tears because they haven't seen each other recently and they're so excited to be at camp. And I think that's so special. You don't really understand when you first start working here the impact that camp has on people, you know, the lifelong impact. And when you see that for the first time, you're like, wow, like what we're doing here really matters. And it's really important to these kids. Like, this isn't just another, you know, day at this pool for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a really impactful thing for them. And I also think that um, seeing their reaction to the counselors is amazing. Uh, you know, a lot of times there are a good number of new counselors, probably like 40 or 50 new counselors every year, and they don't know you at all. Um, but they're so respectful. They're so kind. They're always, you know, thank you so much for everything you do. They don't even see half the things that we do, you know. But they know that there are things that they don't see, and they're so appreciative of that. And I think that's something that really kind of baffled me my first year is I thought, like, you know, it makes such an impact on them, you know, to know each other and to know camp. But then they realize, you know, these counselors make an impact on me, too, and they're so grateful for that. And I think that's something that's really amazing about our kids is that they know, you know, the impact that camp and the campers have on them. But they also know the impact that the staff has on their experience, and they're so grateful for that. And uh, what about the parents? I imagine when you interface with some of these parents— you probably can sense, wow, they, you know, I can see that they appreciate how involved we are because they're dropping their kid off. Some of them have never dropped their kid off for three weeks at a camp or anything, especially the ones that are really young, right? Mm-hmm. So that's good. They got to be nervous about it to begin with. And then um, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, some of them just are like thrilled to find some great counselors and great kids that are going to help their kids. Yeah, I think my experience was a little bit unique in the fact that my first summer was 2021 being a counselor. And that was the summer, you know, that we opened back up after COVID. And so kids hadn't been here for a while. um, And the parents weren't actually able to come in the cabins when they dropped off their kids. And so being in Bonner, especially, you know, usually I would say about 50% of those kids are first time campers. And they're, you know, they're pretty little. They don't know how to make their bed. They don't know how to unpack stuff. Uh, Their mom packed up a Ziploc bag that says, wear this on day one, wear this on day two, because they don't know how to make a matching outfit. And so it was a lot of faith for those parents to just drop off at the door and say, 
you know, I hope they have a great time. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. But I think it kind of, you know, it gives them such an appreciation for what we do when they pick up their kid instead of crying because they don't want to be there. They're crying because they don't want to leave. Um, and the parents are always so grateful. They're so kind. Um, and I love like hearing their stories of, you know, I always saw you in the pictures with, you know, my daughter. And so she really must love you and things like that. They're so grateful. They don't even know us. They didn't spend any of those 18 days with us. Um, and they're so trusting when they drop their kids off, knowing that, you know, we did put a lot of work into finding these great counselors and the counselors are always great. And they're always so willing to, you know, serve the kids and then picking them up and kind of being so appreciative, even though they have, you know, no idea what it was really like to be here. And so you, you've been a counselor for two summers, and then you're going into this summer as APD, uh, one of the APDs. And I also just wonder from a counselor's perspective, you know, five years from now or 10 years from now, how do you think Camp Sweeney will have affected your own, you know, personal journey into whatever you're going into next? Yeah, well, my plan is to go to PA school, actually, so become a physician assistant. Um, and I think that campus taught me a lot about, you know, just kind of growing up and also just the way that these conditions kind of can affect people. You know, you're no longer, I'm no longer, you know, going to go into a room and if, if it may be that I'm in endocrinology or anything like that, you know, diagnosing a kid with something is not just diagnosing them with something. You know, it changes their whole life. It changes the way that they live their daily routines and all that kind of stuff. And so I think Canva's has really given me an appreciation for kind of what kids go through and what people go through when they're diagnosed with something. And also just how important it is to connect them to some sort of support network. So we've seen, you know, campus had this great impact, you know, literally on the health of these kids when you look at the data, but also just like mentally and emotionally and all that kind of stuff, it really helps them. And so I think helping these people understand what, you know, that people know what they're going through and there are people that can connect with them and there's a community out there for them, regardless of whether, whatever disease or something that they might be going through. I think that's really important. Very cool. All right. We're visiting with Molly Moran and, and Molly, I just, uh, I, I would be remiss if we didn't mention the new hospital. What are your thoughts on that? Looking pretty good, right? Yeah, it looks really great. I think it'll be a great addition um, to camp and to get, you know, new state of the art. It all obviously looks a lot bigger than the old one. Um, and so it'll do a great job of hosting, um, you know, kids with a host of il different illnesses and keeping them, you know, separated so that they're all germ free and they can get better faster and get back to the activities. And I think that that's really what it's all about. And then also, this is your first summer as an APD, and so we've got the reunion coming up. So what 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 kind of challenges has that sort of presented? Um, I've never been here for a reunion before since the last reunion hasn't happened since um, before COVID. So I've never like, actually seen one before, um, but I'm super excited. I think it's a great concept. Um, there are obviously a lot of camp people that want to come back and see camp. And, you know, usually if you're not, if you don't become a counselor after you graduate, you don't really get that chance to come back and see camp live and in action. And so I think it'll bring obviously a lot more people to that day um, and a lot of action and a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of planning that goes on. I know there's the big reunion committee um, that deals with a lot of that. But I think it'll be really fun and really cool to just see, you know, how Sweeney has impacted so many people for not just, you know, the couple years I've been here or the couple years before that, but for years and years and years and decades um, of people coming back. Well, we're going to have 400 extra people here that day. That's right. So, it's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's it's quite a day. It's uh, It starts early. It ends late. But then every day at Sweeney does, so. It's not yeah. that nothing like that changes as far as that goes, but it's just, it's kind of an epic, an epic day. Event. Yeah. yeah. Production, if you will. Yeah. It's 
pretty neat. Well, as we start to wrap up, I'm just curious, sort of give us your favorite event or, or the one that you're looking forward to the most as we enter uh, this coming summer. My favorite nighttime event is probably the carnival. Um, I think that that actually is what the reunion will fall on this year, probably. Uh, but in general, I think the carnival is so fun because it's, I love the events where, you know, all of the kids get to be there, all the different cabins. And I think it's super fun to see the kids interact with their mentor, their junior men, especially in such a, you know, environment where my first summer in Bonner, you know, I got to see them with their mentor and they're so excited to drag their mentor around to all of the different, you know, ops or rides and things like that, that they want to do. But then being in Simmons, you get to see, you know, they're such troopers about it. Half of them do not like riding the roller coasters and their, their junior man wants to go on and on and on and on. And they'll do, they'll do it for them and they'll have a great time doing it. Very cool. All right. She's Molly Moran and Molly, thank you so much for stopping by on the uh, Swinney Connection today. Bob, any final thoughts? Uh, no, I just think, uh, you know, summer 2023 is going to be awesome. The work these guys put in is uh, phenomenal. And uh, I'm part of that reunion committee, and I'm telling you, it's going to be pretty big. And uh, it's an eye-opener. But um, a lot of fun, a lot of F-U-N. And, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Molly's awesome, and I'm looking forward to working with this whole APD team this uh, next summer because it's going to be a good one. We're looking forward to it. Yeah. For Bob Cannon and Molly Moran, I'm Chad Henderson, and this has been the Sweeney Connection. And Camp Sweeney, you stay connected. The preceding program has been a presentation of Camp Sweeney and KPFC-FM. No portion of this broadcast may be reproduced or distributed without the express written permission of Camp Sweeney. This is your announcer, Everett Caldwell, wishing you a good night from Camp Sweeney. You're listening to KPFC-FM 91.9, serving Kalisburg, Gainesville, and the entire Sweeneyland area.